wish I was above the center of attention, but I'm not. I wish I didn't have to give into the pressure. Uh oh. Hello, and welcome back to episode eight of Cocktails and Confidants. It feels like forever since we have done this. It does. Yes. Indeed. Indeed. Yes. Dixie is joining us remotely. I am. And in the Rona zone. <laughs> the Rona zone. <laughs> it so, used to be the Twilight Zone, and now it's something different. Right. And tonight we are enjoying a cocktail made by the lovely Ronnie. Would you like to tell mm-hmm. us all about it? I would, definitely. So never fear, faithful listeners. We um, did make a trip to Dixie and we safely dropped off tonight's cocktail so that she will have the opportunity to share. You will notice on Instagram that you'll see three glasses instead of the typical four. Um, but she is actually enjoying as we speak with us. It's so delicious. Oh, it is. I'm, gr- I'm glad you like it. Yum, 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 yum. So, <laughs> so I've decided to name this cocktail to your health. And I called it that because it has elderberry syrup. And for the nerds out there, uh, elderberry is full of wonderful properties. And uh, there are some schools of thought around elderberry that it is as effective as an influenza vaccine in fighting some common viruses. So I thought, what better time than now during a pandemic um, (laughs) for us to kill germs with the alcohol, but also supplement our immune system with some elderberry syrup. So, for those of you who um, and like honey, which is and awful. honey, yes, That's super good for you. So, those of you who like to forage, um, <laughs> you are welcome and supported by your confidants in um, foraging your own elderberries. Um, however, we have a local purveyor of elderberry syrup we do i i wasn't quite sure but thank you so much for that um so she uh has a business a nice little hustle cassie's homemade goodies i probably have that wrong but we'll um we'll credit her appropriately um on instagram um, so you can either make your own elderberry syrup or you can use a pre-prepared elderberry uh, syrup like I chose to do because um, even though I have been foraging, I haven't seen any elderberry. Well, they're definitely out of season at the moment. Uh, yeah, that's what I meant. Um, right, right. <laughs> I have a bunch of elderberry plants. Good to know. So when you need to forage, you can just forage next to my driveway. <laughs> we can practice foraging in Alex's yard. <laughs> I cannot wait. Okay, we're putting foraging on the list. Bet. So um, <laughs> we haven't enjoyed our um, wonderful Tito's in a while, so I decided to do the elderberry syrup with some Tito's. Also added some honey, like Alex mentioned, some freshly squeezed lemon juice, club soda, and then garnished with a lemon slice. And Justine was kind enough 
to slice up some rosemary sprigs for our cocktail. Sorry, Dixie. Um, we got That's the right. okay. We got the rosemary after we saw you. So, um, <laughs> so yeah, we're enjoying that, and um, it is nice and healthy. And yeah, and the honey in ours was brought to you from the bees from my backyard. Mm-hmm. We'll pour a little out for those dead homies later. <laughs> yeah, we we definitely <laughs> needed to address the homies. Yeah. Um, but it is something different and um, it's tasty. They're telling me they like it, so I like it. I really yeah. do. Good. Yeah. It's healthy. It tastes, tastes like peach it pie. Kind of, oh yeah, I was thinking it's it's like a spice cider. You know, it reminds mm-hmm. me of kind of a like a warm winter hotty toddy almost. It's not hot, but I bet we could. I bet we could heat Ooh. it up and it would still be delish. Yes. Well, I'll tell you what, the honey would mix a lot easier yes. if it was a hot beverage. <laughs> so time. I was going to tell you, Dixie, you might need to really kind of coax that honey glob in your glass. <laughs> I, I must have. I must have chicken. I must have coaxed the glob. <laughs> it's good. So, good. Funny thing, and because, you know, we're all about coming to you with the realness, um, a couple of us at the table, we may have uh, finished our first cocktail. True. <laughs> so we might be on cocktail number two. And Alex, when she had the first taste of her second one, told me I gave her grandpa pour, which means that maybe I was a little heavy handed on the Tito's, but it's all good. I don't have to go anywhere. And right? we're recording from the new studio. We are. Oh, for the first so time ever. Eva, Eva. It is beautiful, and there's a fabulous sign with our logo on it. It was a surprise yes. for the rest of us. Today. Right. I, I love it. Was. I just want you guys to know that that was, like, super hard for me to not immediately send a picture to all of you. It's been hanging How there. Uh, I got that, like, the weekend after Thanksgiving. Oh, my mm. gosh, Alex. That was a long time to it keep was. that secret. Well, with the holidays, everybody was super busy and we never had a chance to get together to record. So I, I like wanted, I didn't want it to be in a photo. I wanted you guys to see it like in person and for real. Yeah, it looks fantastic. Really, it does. I can't wait for you to post pictures to Instagram so everybody can see how awesome the new studio is. Yeah. Shout out to uh, Cultivated. For making us that legit sign. Mm. Yep. Love it. Local and it has store. its own spotlight. Yep. Did Courtesy. you get to see the light? I did. I showed really her when, when we FaceTimed with Dixie to show her the surprise. Um, yep. I did give credit to Mr. Alex, who so kindly hung a spotlight on the sign. Yes. So um, we're pretty lucky ladies. And yes. we definitely can't wait to share that and our local artisans um both cassie and then cultivated yeah i buy my you. cassies at cultivated actually that's right that's right so um those of you who like to support small businesses like the confidants do uh will have the opportunity mm-hmm. to find that in the link i'll take all our our uh, lady businesses in the pictures well, Wait, lady, business? lady businesses cultivated is run by a lady 
Cassie, oh, Cassie. I, so, get your mind out of the gutter, okay. Brownie. <laughs> it wasn't shit. just me. That it escalated was, quickly. It was totally Dixie, too. <laughs> Dixie was like, whose lady business lady, are you taking a picture of? <laughs> it was not just me. Okay, I guess poor choice of words. <laughs> not that that's never been done before. Oh! <laughs> I mean, I don't usually post those pictures on Instagram. Right, right. Me, me either. So I thought we were we were going real far out there. Well, I mean, sometimes you got to step out of your comfort zone. That would definitely be that. (laughs) It's 2021, y'all. Right. (laughs) Okay. So female run businesses were supported. Correct. Okay. Yes. I will be more careful in the future of my word choices. (laughs) I actually feel like I'm bright red up up there. Getting called out about where my mind is at, but in your lady business, <laughs> yeah, lady my lady business. business can't be up on the ground <laughs> on the IG. <laughs> I don't need oh I don't need strangers contacting me, or maybe some non-strangers too. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh, my cheeks already hurt. It feels so good. <laughs> I know I've missed you guys. A lot, a lot. Yeah, it's been way too, oh. way too long. Reunited and it feels so good. You know, I was once told that my singing was horrible, so I'm not going to partake in that. By whom? My daughter. Oh, well, shit. Our kids don't know. Right? That's pretty horrible, actually. <laughs> so is mine. Mr. Alex has recorded me before without my knowledge, and I wanted to die. Oh, man. It was well. awful. I've got this to say. Alex's birthday when we all had mics and we were doing karaoke. We had that that crowd go win. So it was not because I'm a great singer. It was because I was hammered. (laughs) Well, you know, cocktails do a lot of things. And if they can lower some inhibitions, you are filled with joy and you let that joy out. So whatever. It was fun. I had a great time. It was fun. She had the joy, 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 joy down in her heart. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I think some of the ad libs we did were much appreciated and celebrated by our adoring fans you Remember as when well? my one girlfriend started singing and her husband just walked up and took the microphone from her and he was like, you're not doing this. <laughs> Oh, well, I would have said, I wish a motherfucker would. I know. <laughs> Don't you come up here taking my mic. I wish he would. Well, I'll be like, <laughs> <laughs> I heard about two years after um, I left my husband that he informed my children that he was glad that I left because he never had to hear me sing um, a specific song again because I sound so bad. Man, I will kick the fuck out of his desk. <laughs> what? What's That's what we hell? do. What song? Who says stuff like that? That asshole. Right? Something about a truck. That's something about know. I'm going to fuck you up. <laughs> just to clarify, Justine, do you not know the name of the song or you just don't want to say it? No, oh, some, a- something about a truck. That's the oh, name that is of the song. <laughs> Dixie. You better Google that shit so you know what you're talking about. I can't think of who sings it right now. 
But but let me just check because it's in my iTunes. <laughs> and I might sing it later. <laughs> real, real loud. Oh, and I might leave him a voicemail. <laughs> that song is by Kip Moore, and I really like it. All right. Let's all raise our glasses to Kip Moore and Justine singing as loud as she wants to Kip Moore. And nobody taking your microphone away. Mm -mm. That's grounds for an ass whooping. Oh, I'm telling you. Right. That's not how we do things. No. Husband of the friend. I would have turned and said, I am not the motherfucking one. There was no diplomacy there, in my opinion. No. Right. No. Mm-hmm. And I mean, what was the worst thing that could happen? She was up there with me, and I'm ho- I'm horrible. <laughs> I would have been on the phone with Habish, Habish, and Davis. <laughs> Wait, are they Hab- personal Ill- injury? But you know what? <laughs> that mofo would have needed personal injury right? because I would have whooped that ass. <laughs> Good lord. <laughs> I must have been at the bar when that happened. I, you guys, I drank so much that night. I only remember being like, why the fuck did I make this playlist and not the one that like I wanted to make? Because remember for Mr. Alex's 40th, I did like the t- number one song for every single yes, year. But yes. I did Well, I did the same thing for mine. What the, I'm just going to pause for a moment so that can sink in. I did the same thing for mine. Okay. I, I got you. Okay. I, I knew where that was going. Okay. So, right. I mean, which is fun. It's fun. And there were some good songs on there, but it's not, it's not, there was no Missy Elliott on it. And, or oh, Prince, wow. I don't think. And, um, I think there might have been one. I mean, I can look, actually. I still have that playlist. <laughs> From your birthday party? I still have both. There was Prince. Right. Once well, you I put mean, all that we work played in. some later in the evening. Oh. I just you know didn't what? know if there was any before that. I just remembered you made the playlist for my 30th birthday party. I did. I did. I probably still have those CDs. Good times. I got to find a I CD I know my Sharona was on mine. I remember <laughs> that. And who's that girl? I remember who's that. that Kianes Esta Niña. Okay, I'm scrolling through it right now. Y'all didn't know we were bilingual, did you? Trip down memory lane. Trip down memory lane. London Bridge is on here, and I think that's probably the first time I ever listened to that whole song. I hate that song. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. Um, I don't see any prints yet. Also, how do I have 94 songs on here? <laughs> how old were you? Well, that's maybe, strange. Maybe you added to How old later. are we? Because we're older than Alex. <laughs> Well, I know, but it was for my 40th, so there should have only been 1999 is on here. I knew that I heard. Oh, I knew I heard him at least once. Oh, and pussy control. Just of course. Right. I added that one later. That, um, that is like. I'm also going to pour a little out for Prince. Yes. The artist. Mm-hmm. Formerly known as. The symbol. Maybe you picked the I've top so, songs so from a different, with a, a couple different lists. You know, you know that like, might be, but I think that we also just sat down and at some point I think we just added a bunch more because we didn't like what was playing. Mm-hmm. That could ah. be. That's if my memory serves, I although it was definitely happened. vodka soaked by that point. <laughs> well, you were marinating. I was. <laughs> I love that. I was. 
I'm pretty sure I drank a whole bottle of vodka that night. Oh, my. Well, it was a long night. I mean, it was over <laughs> hours. I love you. I know, right? You know, I mean. You know what? You're not an alcoholic. It was just a really long <laughs> night. <laughs> and you needed to stay hydrated. And it wasn't right? even Tito's. I wasn't even drinking Tito's. Oh, Alex's birthday is oh. in the summer. Yeah, but, yeah, but party my party wasn't. was in September. That, do you remember? Well, it was still warm. No. It, oh, it was raining. It was cold, it was cold and raining. It was raining. Yeah. Huh. Yep. Well, the the vodka was warming up. Yeah, yes. forming me. That's what I remember. So we're our smoking hot dance moves. Right? Oh. Yes. I can't wait for social gatherings. I'm telling you. We were just talking at our dinner table tonight, my family, about how the whole country's going to have to shut down, like, work-wise for a while after it's safer so that we can all get together, you know, like. We need all a combination shared vacation at this point. I know. It's crazy. I mean, I don't think we've all been together in the same place in like four months. months. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. yeah. That's bananas. Bananas. This shit is bananas. Yeah, It really is. Absolutely. So, um, I do have something I want to talk about, but first, I, the word foraging <laughs> and the idea, the idea of us foraging for something makes me laugh. Okay. Can I just, can I just expound upon that? Do you know that part in, yes. in Step Brothers when the, why are you shaking your head? No. Cause I haven't seen that whole movie. I've only watched the clips that you guys have showed me. Uh, see. We're going to well, need a you movie have home, You have homework. Then. Okay. I am literally right. speechless right now. Well, you know, okay, you know the part that I'm talking about where the brother, the douchey brother's wife is like envisioning banging. What the hell's his name? Not Brennan. What's the other one's name? Oh, I don't remember. Will Ferrell or the other guy? The other guy. Okay. She's like in that like. I don't remember his name in the movie though. It's Brennan and. Son of a bitch. (laughs) You know what? I give up. It's okay. No, no, no. So that there's that part where he's like he's like the man the man and like goat thing, and she's like like pouncing through the woods. Yes, I know what you're talking. about. That's totally what I pictured when you said foraging. Not next to my driveway where I have elderberry Dale. bushes. Yes. I'm just thinking that your yard is the perfect place for us to practice foraging. Because if we're unsuccessful, we won't die. Yes. <laughs> and there's a park out here that actually has a ton of elderberries, too. So we can, we can practice foraging next to my driveway. And then when we've mastered foraging, we can, get, <laughs> we can venture out to the park. How about that? This is foraging excursion level two. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Since Justine already <laughs> accused me of having my mind there, I'm going to have to tell you, you're not a masturbator. Uh-oh. You're a master forager. Yes. I mean, you can be both. One is right? not, they're not mutually exclusive, right? I hope no not. shame in that game. I'm talking about. I don't know. I don't have any foraging badges or anything like that, so I don't know. Well, I don't Do have, have any badges for the badges? others. 
<laughs> right. Well, well maybe I, we should start that. <laughs> I don't show that bad to me. <laughs> <laughs> you don't post it on Instagram with your lady business? Right. <laughs> right. Hey, we could be on to something there, y'all. We could. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Also, I was sad in the last... Um, cause I'm, you might not have to show your face. You definitely don't have to show your face. Huh? I mean, you know, so I, I, in case I, you need some extra money. Yeah. I feel like Justine's <laughs> writing a business plan in her head right now. <laughs> right. <laughs> Did you see that, uh, Camp Halcyon responded on Instagram? Uh, uh-uh. no, I had, tagged, I had tagged them in the last episode mm-hmm, post mm-hmm. and I was talking about how much fun we had and they were like, oh, a little old us. And I was like, yes. And also I heard there was a secret badge. <laughs> I did see that. <laughs> <clears throat> they didn't respond to that. I didn't get told that Damn STFU. It. Come on. Maybe that's what we'll tell them the secret badge should be for. <laughs> right? <laughs> I feel like that should earn us the secret badge. Yes. We come up with a really good thing. Yeah, I agree. You mean the secret masturbation badge that we didn't get? I like it. Mm-hmm. All right, now we, have to, now we have to come up with forget. a graphic. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm all over that. A battery. <laughs> or a USB port. Right, for the newest kind. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's funny. So what did you want to talk Ooh. about, Dixie? Oh, all right. So... <clears throat> Completely unrelated shift of topic. So abrupt change of abrupt subject. Change. <laughs> That's our tires squealing on a hard, hard turn. Turn, turn. All right. So this whole quarantine has been challenging for all of us, all of us for sure. But for me specifically, I've been like when the first, when it all started, people are coming up with hobbies and they're learning new skills and exercising and doing so many really fantastic and, um, I don't know, productive things. I wasn't doing any of that. <laughs> I was just kind of wallowing in whatever. <laughs> I don't even know what it, I don't even know what I was wallowing in, but So then I was thinking, you know, New Year's resolutions, that kind of thing, stepping on the scale, being a little bit, not a little bit, but really like, oh my gosh, kind of thing. The COVID-19 was more than 19 for me. And so I have to, you know, a Dixie at rest tends to stay at rest. And so now <laughs> I have to, you know, like to get to get Dixie in motion, I think it I it's gonna take a while. I've been, you know, kind of hunkered down. So I've been thinking about trying to be more active and through work they offered kind of a online health coach kind of thing that was included in our employee health, whatever. So it's free. And I, so I started that at the new year. And I find myself, (laughs) I find myself getting ready for bed and I lay in bed and my internal dialogue 
like comes on really loud. And my nighttime internal monologue is like a friggin' drill sergeant. <laughs> you know, like, why did, why did you eat that? Or why didn't you get more steps? And why did you do this? And tomorrow, you know, like, just like tomorrow, and it's going to be motivating. And tomorrow you're going to get up and you're going to do this. And, da, 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 da. and I'll try to fall asleep like, okay, good ideas. Let's put them aside. And then I... You know, the alarm goes off in the morning and my internal monologue in the morning is a completely different personality. It's like multiple personality disorder, internal monologue. (laughs) And I don't know if anybody else has this problem. So my morning dialogue is more like, "Mm, you're doing so good. (laughs) very supportive kind of kumbaya (laughs) hippie sort of person who's like you know you need more sleep (laughs) nighttime drill sergeant morning when the alarm goes off and I should you know the plan was drill sergeant plan at night get up get on the treadmill, get some walks, you know, steps in and then start your day. And then kumbaya hippie flower child monologue in the morning. It's like, "Mm, Dixie, you rest, honey. You're okay. Everything's going to be okay. (laughs) We have like the same inner monologue. (laughs) Really? Yes. Alex, is that happening to you? Oh yeah. Let's talk about it. Cause I'm, I'm like, this is so weird. So in the past few weeks, I've been really trying to pay attention to it. And I'm like, they're so different. The way my, my thoughts go night and day, literally and figuratively. Well, Let's discuss. I, I mean, for me, it's me justifying my unwillingness to get up and do something is really what it amounts to. And also Mr. Alex makes me stay up too late. Hmm. He stays up late. He always falls asleep everywhere. Well, he gets all those naps in, so he's awake mm-hmm. at night. Well, he's usually in here editing something, and I have to come in here mm-hmm. and be like, dude, I'm going to bed. Like, join me or don't. But that's usually, like, I wait too long. And mm-hmm. my problem is that I don't just go to bed when I'm ready to go to bed. Sure. I wait for him because we always go to bed together. Like, to me... I don't know. I have this weird thing. Like when you go to bed separate, it's like sign of something being wrong. Sure. I can appreciate that. Rational or irrational. It is what it is. Right. So that's your tradition. <laughs> if it works for you, I, just, I like, I, I'm not saying anything other than that's your thing. And it, yeah. So like I said, I mean, it's, it's not indicative of anything. Like when I do occasionally go to bed without him, but in, you know, my, Sure. I don't well, know. It's, a, it's, a, it's a thing of comfort. Right. Comfort for yes. you. So um, I feel like I don't get enough sleep. And then when I should get up in the morning and do something, I'm tired and my I adjust my inner monologue accordingly. <laughs> so let's talk yeah. about that for a minute. When we tell ourselves that we should do something, who decides what we should do? Uh. Society. That, I think that's one of the voices. That is. Maybe that is. parents. Maybe significant others. So 
Interestingly enough, Dixie, I read a book, um, well, many books, because that's what I do, but um, recently called um, The Body Keeps the Score. Okay. It's written by um, a psychiatrist and about trauma and how it affects our physiology, among all kinds of other things. But one of the things that I really related to in there is the fact that we have all these different parts within us, because that's something that I kind of always feel like I hide things from almost everybody in my life. And, but also we compartmentalize. So like my kids know a certain version of me and then maybe my friends or my mom knows a different version of me. And, you know, my significant other knows even a separate version of me. And it was, it was really interesting to talk about how, it's important to recognize all of these different facets of ourselves and recognize that collectively they make a whole and that it's not separate and that you shouldn't be keeping it separate. Hmm. But it's also, anyways, the should thing I brought up because I started talking to a new counselor and, um, that was one of the first things, my very first session, he was just asking all kinds of questions um, about just trying to figure out where my head's at, you know, like what's my mm-hmm. whole life like and, you know, if I'm in a relationship, work, whatever. And he said, so do you do a lot of shoulds? And I was like, um, explain. And he said, in your own mind, are you telling yourself that you should be doing lots of things? And I was like, constantly. And he said, okay, well, the next time we meet, that's what we're talking about. And it hasn't mm-hmm. happened. It hasn't happened yet, but it'll be interesting to expound on this because right. it's basically what we're doing to ourselves. So I can't wait to hear what he thinks about it. So, yeah, keep us posted. Yeah. You know, I, you, I mean, you all have known me long enough to know that there have been times where I've been, um, you know, more fit and more active and quite honestly, that time period, although I was the healthiest and the, you know, strongest physically I've ever been, it was really a struggle for me because it maybe was the first time that I had ever in my life, like just focused on myself. Hmm. And I became very like intensely focused on that. And it caused, it caused problems in my marriage. It caused problems, you know, almost, you know, in my social life, just because I was doing things. I mean, you guys, I was out with you and I did stuff with other people, but I always felt this kind of restraint that I had to like, Oh, hold that. You can't have another drink because it has this many calories or you can't, you know, you really want to eat this dessert because, you know, your friend made it and everybody's talking about how good it is. And, you know, those kinds of experiences make you feel, make me feel good. And I was not partaking in them. And so 
he was like, well, I can loosen up a little bit. And then a little bit became a lot, you know? And so I, I, I'm struggling with extremes because, you know, eating and drinking, I mean, (laughs) right now it's a little different because everything's all off kilter, but most of the time those are very social experiences. And so I want to partake in those, but I also don't want to get diabetes, you know, and those, <laughs> I mean, I, but, but still, it, I mean, those kinds of things, obesity is, um, runs rampant in my family. It's, it's easy to look at all of those things and be like, well, that's just the natural state of things for my family, but I don't want to be an unhealthy person. Right. Well, but so, I also don't want to feel like I'm constantly like, no, I can't have another cocktail. Yeah. Like, no, I can't have that dessert. But I also struggle to do anything in um, moderation. Thank you. That's a great word. I struggle with that. Yeah. So I, I am very much the same way. Like I have this constant battle between and I mean, you you all know what I do. You all know what I see. And so for me, it's like life is so short and I see it every day and Eat the fucking cake and have a fucking mm-hmm. cocktail and enjoy your life, even if it means you're 10 pounds heavier than what, you know, society says your ideal weight is. And so that is my constant struggle. But it's it's that knowledge. And then, you know, the devil on the other shoulder is, but you don't look as good as whomever or you know, you don't fit into the same clothes that you used to or whatever. And it, I feel like for me, it's a societal pressure always I'm battling between living my life and enjoying it in a way that I feel fulfilled and mm-hmm. starving myself of all of the interactions that I want to have. Yeah. And it's- <laughs> for me it doesn't feel societal it feels self-inflicted very very well, very self-inflicted I don't disagree with that but at the same time I feel like if I wasn't constantly bombarded with images of women I mean I'm 41 I've had a couple kids my metabolism is very obviously slowing down and and I don't I don't feel like I'm unattractive necessarily, but I definitely am not what I was 20 years ago. And while it is self-inflicted, I think that it's self-inflicted directly because of what society's expectations are. I mean, I'm probably the size that Marilyn Monroe was, you know, like Mm -hmm. clothing size wise. And she was, you know, she was like a sex symbol. Right. But by today's standards, that's not true. Mm -hmm. So, you know, what were you going to say, Ronnie? I was just thinking that there, there's a interesting balance, I think, that you have to strike between what feels physically healthy and what feels mentally healthy. And finding that groove, um, is tricky. I, I feel like I was in that groove pre-pandemic. Me too. And... I was happy with the size I was wearing. I felt physically healthy, strong. I felt like my mind was in a good place. And then things shut down and 
I wasn't on a normal routine anymore. And I mean, I can make tons of excuses as to what the culprit may have been or culprits, but I, I think having experienced weight issues my entire life, um, having confidence and having like actually feeling good about myself, pretty much the way I looked, feeling good about the way I looked because I feel like other areas of my life I, I am pretty happy with, um, you know, my, my job and my education and how I am as a person. Um, but actually being in a place where I felt satisfied when I looked in the mirror, um, not entirely because obviously we've talked about this before. We're our own worst, you know, critic and, you know, pointing out like the, <clears throat> um, I forgot what we, bat wings, um, like, you know, seeing those in the, <laughs> for everyone listening, I just like <laughs> waved my arm. So my bat wing <laughs> moved, but, um, you know, there's always things that, you know, am I ever going to be able to fix this no matter how much the scale says, do I need plastic surgery? You know, like that inner <laughs> voice is always, you know, squawking, unfortunately. But um, I I think I just want to get back to that time. Um, even when I was at my smallest this most recent time, I still wanted to lose at least 20 pounds more, at least 20 pounds more. Mm -hmm. And according to like a BMI chart, I probably would have needed to lose close to 40 pounds more. And, you know, it's just, <clears throat> I'm not a number and I, and I can like read all of the self affirmations and, and speak them aloud and really try to make them my mantra. But when it comes down to it, I don't know. I think one of you sent something in our group message today about it being Justine's finding it so she can read it to you. So can we just talk real briefly while she, while she looks about that, about the BMI chart? Because in your, okay, thing. you have medical, but you have <laughs> right. a medical background. Right. Let's be fucking serious. Is that even a realistic expectation? I mean, I have huge boobs. Yeah. They weigh right. a lot. Well, and you know, <laughs> for all my big boned friends, <laughs> oh, you know, I, mean, I, like, I have like a really great, like I have broad shoulders. I, right. I have like a larger statue. I'm tall. tall. You know, there's all these And I'm different... short with big boobs. <laughs> so, <laughs> but there's but like they no don't take personal... that into consideration. Yeah, I mean, I mean according don't. to. It looks a... at your height and that's it. Right. So your according to a BMI chart, I'm like morbidly obese at this point in my <laughs> life, which is bananas. Do you think that that helps me feel better about myself? Right. Because right. it definitely doesn't. It's not motivating. That's for damn sure. Right. No, it's not. I just want to dive into a fucking gallon of ice cream. <laughs> what flavor? No. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, if I had to choose, it would be Blue Moon. I mean, who are we kidding here? <laughs> Where was it? It was in oh. inst our Instagram. You are not you know, fat. Just, oh, sorry. 
Okay, go ahead. Was What's the quote? One? I don't know. Well, this is a good one. You are not fat. You have fat. You also have fingernails. You are not a fingernail. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. That was a good one. That was a good one. You know. But there was one about, like, your inner voice that you yeah. sent. Yeah, the other one was, um, where the heck, I must have sent it in the other group with the girls. Oh, okay. Too many group chats. <laughs> Just kidding. There's no, such, there's no such thing. I don't even see it. You're so popular. Remind me about group chats later. I'll have to bring that back in. Because it was, it was just a screenshot that okay. I had to send, Come on. Right? One of us yeah. has to be able to find I it. And we know it's it. not going to be Dixie because she never freaking <laughs> looks at Instagram. That is true. I, I did my homework today. I was boning up for this recording. Okay, I was like, boning you know up? What? Really? Yeah. Like, that's, <laughs> that's what you were doing? Okay, I'll find You're, it. Hang on. I got it. You're oh, no. in the gutter. No, you don't. No, you don't. Stop lying. That's what she said. Here's Here, it said, <laughs> you will never speak to anyone more than you speak to yourself in your head. Be kind to yourself. And you know what? We all talk about that. We all encourage each other to do that. But we sure as fuck don't do that with ourselves. Nope. Right. Why is that so hard? I don't know, you know why it's so like, hard. I, I don't know. I am, but it's like, like I said, in one, I have, I feel like I have two, two personalities for that, that voice. And one of them is this really harsh kind of bitch. Person, and then the other one is like everything's gonna be okay. Your kid's fine. Everything's fine. Don't worry. So here's the thing about that: if if I died today, is anybody gonna go to my funeral and talk about how fucking tiny I was? Is anybody gonna go to my funeral and talk about how not tiny I was? Is that what people in in reality is that what people are going to remember about me? I I hope not. And I but don't I think will so. talk about how beautiful your boobs are because you have really great food. <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> and, and the cashier at the grocery store today estimated my age at 10 years younger I love than that. I am. And I, I was like, bitch, if I could jump across this counter and hug you right now, I for sure would. But there's a line behind me, so we're not going to do that. And it's a pandemic. Yeah, well, I don't right. You know what? I, you got to wear a mask in there. I would still hug her. <laughs> Do you you know what I'm saying? Like we place so much importance on that. And the reality of it is that the people around us probably don't even give it a second thought. Mm -hmm. Yeah. How did we get to this place though? How did we get to the place where our education and our compassion and our, our, you know, our achievements, achievements, our generosity, our what all all of the things that make us who we are. How did we be? How did we manage to boil ourselves down to nothing more than what size fucking pants we wear? So, <clears throat> what size pants we wear and feeling good about ourselves being combined. Yeah. So I. I feel like I can pinpoint mine. I feel like oh, I can too. Um, you know, my parents divorced when I was four, and I never really had full time that positive male role model that validated me, my mind, my anything, anything, your existence. Yeah, and. And I think for me, that made me find comfort in other things, food. 
um, mm-hmm. that made me doubt my self-worth, that made me be in relationships with people who never really deserved me. Oh, agreed. Um, because, you know, you look for that love and acceptance in other areas, and they're typically unhealthy. Yep. Yeah, I, I mean, for me, I think, I mean, my dad was around, but it seemed like once we basically, when any of us girls hit puberty, he had no idea how to have a relationship yeah, with us like anymore. He, he was completely at a loss at how to interact anymore. Like prior to that, you know, he was always so proud of me doing well in school or, um, you know, just being really responsible with my chores or, you know, learning how to babysit at a pretty young age for other people. And, um, but once like physically my body started to change, all of that went away. Yeah. I mean, and I remember specifically, not only did it go away, but we were ridiculed for it. Mm -hmm. I mean, I was, I was pretty young when, you know, I developed, you know, breasts. And I remember on several occasions, like his work partner being at our house and him like, teasing and being really shitty about it and like leaving the kitchen in the duplex in tears because yeah. I felt yeah. so awful about it. And I mean, I mean, I have a daughter who has pretty much emulated <laughs> that path. And I like, I can't even imagine what in the fuck makes you think that that's an appropriate way to conduct yourself. I mean, and Peyton, yeah, daughter. She has struggled with her self-esteem like as long as I can remember. And I can only assume that it's so many of the same reasons because I dealt with that by seeking male attention from my peers, Yep, you know. And, of course, my parents never understood that. But I can't remember as a teenage girl hearing my dad tell me that he loved me. Unless he had just spanked the fuck out of me and then felt guilty about it. Or that we were any, that we were, what, we were nothing after that. We weren't smart anymore. We weren't pretty. We didn't, we didn't have a good future ahead of us. I I know. And (laughs) there's just, there's so many things that I can go back. And, And then you look at, as an adult, what I what I married and, and it was just like fucking continuation. It was just more of the same. And I spent 10 years married and probably five years prior to that, listening to the same kind of bullshit from him. Right. I mean, there came a point by the time that I was ready to leave where he had me thoroughly convinced that there was nobody else who was going to want me because there was nothing about me that was attractive. Which is bananas when you think about it, because yeah. I was like right? 120 pounds, long blonde hair, relatively attractive. But he had me convinced that there was never going to be anybody else because he so thoroughly beat that down. Mm-hmm. So if you think as as a parent and particularly as a father that you don't impact your child's self-esteem, I'm 41 fucking years old and I'm still fighting that. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. I think for for me, for me, it's being a, a people pleaser. Well, I think we all you know? as women tend to do that. <laughs> right, right. Um, so I, 
was kind of the middle child and really the peacemaker in my family and the <laughs> the mediator. Like there, if there was conflict, yep. I saw both sides of the story. I, you know, talked to this person. I was such a great diplomat, but I didn't really ever and still struggle. I didn't really ever stick up for myself or very rarely stick up for myself. And it was always just whatever I had to do to kind of keep peace or, you know, make other people feel better, I was willing to do that. And I've made mistakes in my life where I'm doing things that make me uncomfortable to, to help other people feel better. Yep. And I, you know, this, like I said, when I was really focused on, you know, health and fitness and making sure that the nutrients, the food I was eating was nutrient rich and all this kind of stuff. <sighs> I, I didn't deal, you know, it was like, okay, this was, I'm doing this for me. I'm doing this for me. I'm doing this for me. I didn't know how to not, I don't know. I don't, my brain is like, there it goes. But I didn't, I didn't know how to do it. I don't, I didn't know how to balance, you know, when someone said, you know, eat this and I didn't want to, I didn't know how to say no without feeling shitty about it. And, and that is still is something, you know, try this. I made this. Why don't you eat this? And he's like, eh, I'm really, I'm, I'm really not wanting to eat that. <laughs> and I, you know, <laughs> but again, I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. And I know, you know, and sometimes I really want to eat it. You know, yeah. <laughs> that's the thing too. Sometimes I really fucking want to eat that. And to say no to it is to say no to something I really want. And, and so it's just this strange like not knowing how to make everybody else happy and make myself happy. And sometimes my definition of what makes me happy changes. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, like I said, at night, <laughs> I'm really hard on myself. In the morning, I'm like, you're the best. You know, you get up and, you know, when you need to, you push snooze, you roll over, you get a little extra sleep. You know, it's just, it's so strange. So that it's that knowing ourselves is still so hard, I guess, sometimes. I I don't think it's knowing. I think it's loving. Yeah. Mm. And I'm, first of all, I was talking um, to Justine on our drive about hitting snooze. Do y'all know that Justine does not hit snooze, like, ever? Do you even set an alarm? Mm -mm. No, I didn't think so. I mean, there have been times in my life where I set an alarm, but I've never, ever, ever used snooze. Like, if if I set an alarm, it's not even on. Because, you know, on your iPhone, it can be. No, I don't know anything about your stupid iPhone. Um. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, no, I am going to totally act like that didn't just happen. <laughs> um, but. Hashtag I, Android. I think. <laughs> it's not because I'm not sleepy in the morning. It's just, I, it's I, a, I wake up when a, I wake up, and it's usually super early. It's a skill like it as far not. as I'm concerned. Well, right. Tell you what, I'm real pissed when I wake up before my alarm goes off. <laughs> well, I don't, right. I don't snooze. I I'm told real Justine pissed when I wake up before that. This morning, I woke up when my alarm usually goes off during the week. 
all on my own. Couldn't go back to sleep. Oh. Monday through Friday, though, that bitch goes off. I quiet her down multiple times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So what I was going to say about... um. All of this conversation really is that we do this for each other and we encourage our listeners to do it with someone or someone's. <laughs> that didn't sound right, but okay. People, <laughs> people, people in their lives. <laughs> and you at least have a sane voice, comfort zone where. You don't have to do what you don't want to do just because you're afraid of hurting someone else's feelings. So I think that to a to a point, we kind of do this. Um, and one of the examples I'll give is that, like, there's been times when we've made plans to go out and do something, and as it gets closer, somebody says, you know, I just really need to have a chill night by myself and you know we're like oh bummer we'll miss you but you know it's all about your self-care and if that's what you need right now we support that and so I totally think that we need to continue doing that for each other and we need to get comfortable with the word no it's a complete sentence <laughs> it is. It requires no other explanation. Yeah. And you know what? That's the other thing. We don't have to validate it. We don't have to give reasons why. Okay, we're going to have to talk about that next episode. Right. Okay. Let's take a, okay. let's take no, a note. Like I'm, I'm totally serious because I feel like that is something, especially for you and I, Justine, that has been kind of an ongoing thing, probably more for me than you because you took, you took an affirmative action – and you shut that shit down in a way that I didn't. But I think that it's worth exploring. For sure. Mm-hmm. And I have more to say about having a hard time um, standing up for what we think is the right thing for us because of how it might affect somebody yes. else. And and so I'll expand on that in the next one. Perfect. Right. Oh, my gosh. Part two. Part We're going to have a part two. Part two. <laughs> <laughs> Episode 8B. Yeah. Right. <laughs> well, I'm, it's you know, like I, I mean, we're at like 55 minutes now. Yeah. So, so, right, right. So we have been pretty, um, I guess, more serious than we typically are. Yeah. But, you know, we promised ourselves and we promised um, those of you who started this journey with us and, um, even if you're new to us now, I mean, we are you're, funny you're just going to get, you're right. going to get realness. And yeah. so that's what you get. And it might be weird things our bodies do. It might be <laughs> not being able to tolerate our offspring when they're yeah. assholes. Um, or get arrested. Uh, it, it could be a variety of different things, but these are real <laughs> topics. And I'm confident with my confidence that Mm -hmm. we're not alone in feeling these types of things. Um, So we're using this platform to talk about it with each other, um, but also hoping that we are 
saying things that resonate with our listeners as well. Yep. Absolutely. Yep. So. Well, thanks for listening. (laughs) (laughs) I think we have to wrap this up so that we can regroup and look forward to the next episode. Yes. So thank you guys all. We, as always, love chatting with you guys. So. Cheers. 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 Check us out on Instagram. I will try to get better about that, by the way. I was really horrible over the holidays with the uh, We can tag team. We excuse you. I appreciate it. So, all right, y'all. Till next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.